Welcome to the Intercut Podcast channel. I am your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, he's gaslighting me, it's Arturo Zurita. I love how, like, a bunch of the lines from this movie, uh, while it is a tight script, are, like, all improv. That's a great improv mm-hmm. line. I like the one where it's, uh, you're silencing me is a great improv line. And I'm pretty sure everything that uh, Pete Davidson did in this movie was not in the script. He probably he probably read it. He knew he was supposed to say something, and then he said his alternative version of it. Yeah. It definitely is a film with a lot of naturalistic, very authentic-feeling dialogue. These don't feel quite so written. It's not necessarily the most writerly movie, but it is a very modern, casual approach to a familiar genre. We're, of course, talking about Bodies, 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 the new horror comedy distributed by A24 following a group of rich 20-somethings who plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion. The party games turn deadly as the friend group starts to turn on one another with accusations of backstabbing, both literal and metaphorical art first of all have you ever played a bodies 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 style game uh i know it as mafia what do you know it is i know it as mafia too okay and, good. And for We're some reason i feel like we played it during grade school which seems like a Ooh. weird i don't know about venue. that we were still playing tag <laughs> we were we weren't murdering but i have heard it be called <laughs> werewolf i feel like everyone yeah. nowadays just knows it as among us and that's how a lot of people right. been pitching this it's a24 is among us but it is it's it's interesting to see a lot of people who I've seen review this movie, who didn't understand the game. And in not understanding that game, they actually thought it was a dumb plot element in the movie. And I'm like, no, this is a real game. Real people play this, so there is rules to this. Uh, Again, the idea being that there's a killer among them and nobody knows who it is, and you're kind of judging off people. And it is fascinating to see actors who act for a living play this game. And just the idea that the the behind-the-scenes was them playing this game to prep for the role sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I remember when I played Mafia back in the day, it was like you would shake everybody's hand and then somebody would try to like put their finger sort of like on your wrist while you're shaking their hand. And that was their that was the cue that they're the killer. So like it's it's a game that people play what? and stuff. And That's pretty maybe intricate. You're at a bit of a dis- maybe you're a bit of a disadvantage if you haven't played a version of Bodies, 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 Werewolf, Mafia, whatever it's called. But, you know, it, it is an interesting way to adapt the Agatha Christie murder mystery into a, a modern setting. The marketing really does sell this as a very modern Gen Z, late millennial spin on that kind of whodunit everybody trapped in a box type of movie. Did you find it too modern or just right? No, it's definitely of its time. Like, this is a movie that understands that it doesn't need to redefine the genre because a lot of people have been mm-hmm. seeing this uh, or wanting to go into it as a slasher, which I still think it does have a lot of elements of a slasher, but it's definitely a mm-hmm. paranoid thriller. It is a paranoid thriller right. through and through. And if you go into that, you're going to love the flourishes of, of the slasher that comes into it, the murder mystery that's mm-hmm. being played throughout the movie. But I love that fact that they're all enclosed in this big mansion because there's a uh, hurricane going on outside but the real storm's happening inside with their friendship uh there's a lot of (laughs) dramas that i would compare this to i think there's definitely you know a bunch of slashers that people related to from screaming forward but it reminds me of you know like those indie independent films where a group of friends who have been together for the longest time get together and for the first time they decide to finally open up about each other and what they really feel that's what this movie really gets right and putting people in a claustrophobic type of environment uh, it escalates that so very effective yeah 
Yeah, whether you're into it for that kind of murder mystery whodunit element, like Clue or something, or you're into it more for like this friend group dissolving as they confront each other about things they've kept secret from one another, I think Bodies actually is pretty successful at delivering in, in both realms. It's got those modern elements and that kind of like Twitter speak thing happening but as opposed to the trailers for this movie I did not find it to be overwhelming I didn't find it to be over the top or obnoxious it just sort of felt like they were you know trying to craft these personalities that are of course like of a modern age but like they they didn't run them into the ground in a way that I was expecting the movie to do and I had seen it at South by so I knew the tone that the movie had so when the trailers dropped and you were watching them and I'm like I promise you Zach someone in the trailer department in the marketing department hates somebody on this film because they make it come off it, it feels like that Saturday Night Live sketch, the Gen Z hospital that uh, yes. Elon Musk did, which is just the worst way of one generation looking at another generation. This actually feels like people who are of Gen Z can watch it and not be like, this is a Twitter embodiment of who I am. This is an right. older person who wrote me. It, it feels like them. And I think it's able to use yeah. a lot of the words that may be buzzwords to a lot of people in an actual authentic way. These feel like characters who would drop it on a daily basis. Right. But even more than that, they use it as a commentary because uh, this is a satire on mm-hmm. why they use these words and the idea right. that saying these things and making themselves the victim can remove them of any responsibility or blame. And there's just a beautiful through line in the movie that handles mm-hmm. that well. Uh, and it doesn't come off as parody. It comes off as a true satire. Yeah, I- that, that's a great point. It's really, it's not done to mock these people. It's done so, to yeah. actually tell you who they are, give you a better glimpse of them. And I think that's one of the ways in which the movie really does succeed is that you have this group of people who are very knowable, right? Like they they are crafted characters in a way where I bet you the actors can give you a whole backstory that never made it to the yeah. screen. They, they a feel friend who they like based people it off who, of, yeah. Exactly right, and and it make it makes it go from being not just parody to like actual representation of a thing that's happening. Yeah, there is some sort of like th- there is a satire, a satirical element to it, but I think it's it stays in the realm of feeling true to the characters. It stays funny. It, it's not overdone. You mentioned earlier how there is kind of like a slasher element to the film. It's not like a terribly bloody movie, but you do get that body count throughout mm. the film. And it it keeps things very suspenseful. I was pleasantly surprised by how much Bodies, Bodies, Bodies kept me guessing up until the final moments. I felt like there were, you know, four, five different characters who my suspicions turn to at different moments. And then even the characters that you don't feel suspicious of, you you remain aware that like, oh, the movie could be pulling off some big twist and it could be them the whole time. So that's I, I never really ruled anybody out. And I think that's one of the things you really want from this kind of story. It's been a while since you've seen a movie like that because usually you just know, okay, they're just filler there for that moment. And this one, yeah, yeah. I think it plays a beat by beat very well. How did you feel about the characters overall? I don't know if you had a favorite, uh, but more than anything, I've been seeing a lot of people looking at this movie going like, oh, they're just unlikable. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're, ex- they're supposed <laughs> to be that. Uh, yeah, and they exactly. played off I think so there well. Is- I think there is an element of trying to critique this sort of self-absorbed narcissism that sometimes gets equated with, you know, late millennial Gen Z culture, this 
this need to constantly self-analyze and speak your truths or Everyone whatever. Everyone needs a podcast. I, exactly. Every, everybody has something that's vital to say. And I don't know. It, <laughs> maybe we should host this podcast. Um, I think... I think that ultimately, I, I think it does a nice uh, job of making the movie kind of not just including these people, but about what that type of culture and infighting and constant cor- self-correcting ultimately leads to, right? Like, this yep. is a movie where I think their situation is born out of their attitudes. And especially, like, the way things ultimately go and resolve, it, it feels like... That's really the the point here is that this is su- this is something that they are feeding into with the way Easily. that they act. The director I know had like her whole press thing since South by has been that this is uh, Lord of the Flies meets Mean Girls, and I think it's mm-hmm. in that essence where they're friends to a degree, but it's also like they have no other choice but to be friends, especially because of how right. rich they are. They have all this history with each other where they almost feel like they're oh. They're like they owe mm-hmm. each other something, and I think that brings a really uh, interesting dynamic with it. Yeah, the power dynamics that come into play with just the the wealth uh, that is involved in this story is also interesting, and not necessarily one of the things that's like top line mm-hmm. text. But if you're really digging to the characters, it's an, another really interesting element here. Y- you mentioned the array of characters. There are several buzzy young actors in this movie. Who were you the most excited to see and whose performance surprised you the most in the end? I'd say Amanda's surprised me the most because they yeah. end up being in a relationship with Maria Bakalova's character who blew it away in Boy, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were excited to see her. In the behind the scenes, they say that she was the best one in playing Mafia and no one ever suspected <laughs> it was her. But they play a couple who come into this almost from an outside perspective, especially Maria, because she's not friends with anybody. And while she plays Mm -hmm. a subtle performance, I like the nuances in her character and the way that she develops as the outsider of the group. But Rachel said it. I think she had the best lines. It it wasn't even close. Uh, Learning that a bunch of them were improv, knowing how funny she's been in her Comedy Central show and Shiva Baby. I think she kills it in this one as well, especially when she's Mm -hmm. playing off of Pete Davidson. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, everybody else, though, they, they fit very well together, but I think when you're coming to the one line, yeah. no one's going to beat Davidson or Senate. It's one of those films where I don't feel like there's a weak member of the cast. Rachel, Rachel Senate is somebody who we've both been fans of for a little bit, and it's cool to get to see her lean into more of her comedic side here than she did in, in Shiva Baby, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of fun that she can play up these elements of her character. I got worried she would be too much based on the trailers. But and she will be too much un- for some people. <laughs> But that, I don't right. think for but us, I, it's like it hits that that factor yeah. with way more hits and misses. I don't think she ever became unintentionally annoying. She was maybe intentionally go. annoying mm-hmm. in in parts. I was also very pleasantly surprised by Maria, as you mentioned, just because it's such she's a restrained role compared exactly. to Borat, and she's she's so solid. You know, I I thought she was really cool as the sort of audience circuit. But for me, since I don't really watch industry, I haven't really seen Mahaya Harold much. I mean, and I thought yeah. she was really really good as like the practical serious friend in the group. It's the kind of role that could be annoying. She could kind of be like the party pooper, but like I thought she made it seem real. And uh-huh. we, we talk about how there's a real history with these characters i feel like you really feel all that backstory with her performance sure. as well and shout out lee pace uh we were talking about how yeah. there's a whole new younger generation <laughs> who realized men used to be built 
differently back then. Yeah, they got their <laughs> Pete Davidson's today, and that's cute and all. But yeah. Lee Pace, Lee Pace is that man, dude. I, I really love. Uh, there's a joke going on with him about him being a vet that I think uh, <laughs> as a perfect punchline at the end. But like, yeah, yeah, he's just a very dominant force in the beginning. Is like literally the only yeah. older dude who's there uh, as they get stuck during the storm. But uh, I, I like what very he brought. Very lovable to it as well. himbo. For sure. For sure. <laughs> How much did the direction and writing stand out to you? We, we talked a little bit about Helena Rain, I believe is how her name is pronounced, was the director. This is also written by Sarah DeLapp, mm-hmm. based on a story by Kristen Rupinian. Rupinian. Interesting. Okay. W- what stood out to you in terms of how the film was assembled? I had seen Helena's previous movie at TIFF called Instinct. If you have not, ooh, it's a movie about a therapist who falls in love with like a, a serial assault rapist and they come up. It, it's an insane story. So coming into this, I knew she wouldn't be scared to tackle, you know, certain subsets of whatever the, the relationships may have going on. I think she knocked it out of the park. She talked a lot about how she wanted to create this claustrophobic style. And they discussed how a lot of the movie, because the camera's so close to them and because it needs to be dark outside, it's shot and lit by them. Like, like they're lighting it with their phones. And I found that mm. fascinating. So there are certain yeah. moments where they're blocking themselves for the scene on camera, but then other moments where they need to stand in a certain place to light the other actresses. I thought that is genius. I can't even imagine the choreography going on while they're also trying to improv, while they also have all this continuity of blood and stuff on them, while the tensions are mm-hmm. rising. I, fantastic mm-hmm. direction in that sense. Yeah, I, I think the movie does really the suspensefulness is really benefited by the direction and how underlit a lot of things are purposefully keeping things obscured, Ooh. keeping things a little bit mysterious where With a you only see house. flashes of things. And yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, it's a g- gorgeous house that definitely helps. And uh, of course, you know, by, by the end looks crazy given the hurricane That's stuff. That's what you need but, with like scream. You want a set piece yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. And, and it's the kind of thing where, like, yeah, it's the direction and the writing and the performances that really stand out. But that's also there's a really a, a huge element of production design in there, making sure everything looks right. So I think, you know, all speak it all speaks to the benefit of Helena and her abilities to get this vi- for sure. get this vision f- complete for the movie. I, I was very impressed with the uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. You said you first saw it back at South by in March. So you've had a couple months now to sit on it, mm-hmm. let it marinate. How how has it settled uh, with you? Are you are you still vibing with it? Are is oh, it easily. has it grown as you've thought about it more? Uh, I am looking forward to watching it again, and I would be discussing it with a second viewing if it wasn't for the delayed release that A twenty four is doing, which is why it's imperative, yeah. even with this video being early, and we'll talk spoilers very slightly in a little bit to go into this. With a group of friends, first and foremost, this is one where I think you want to discuss it after it's done, but you also want to watch it and experience the gasps and and everything in Mm -hmm. real time with people. Um, But you also don't want to be spoiled. The best part of this movie, it is very rare. I haven't said this, I feel like, in a minute. This is a movie where you want to experience what happens for the first time. That's why I'm also annoyed with the trailer spoiling a lot of the lines because they're not just telling you what the line is. They're ruining the context of the line before you see it. Mm Mm-hmm. So definitely go into this one uh, in in the biggest screen possible. I'm hoping that they have a really solid release because I'm looking forward to catching it in a very good like Dolby mix, if possible, because that's Mm -hmm. what we got at South by. But I'm also excited to just catch little things. A little bit of spoilers, but there's some stuff that I've noticed in the trailer that kind of adds. Do you want to get just full into 
do you want to just get full into spoilers right now? Because I feel it. like we've both talked about the things we've liked, talked about the performances we like. We're both Hopefully positive people. on the movie. I don't know if either of us would put it above the other two A24 movies that have come out this year, but it's been a strong movie, movie year for A24. No. Everything all, yeah. everywhere all at once. I don't and even want to rank them. Let's just a round of applause for A24. It is That is a stacked, yeah, that's, that's a stacked year right there. Everything, Marshall. That's very stacked year. I look all two of those are already in my top 10 now that this movie yeah. is out I don't know if it break my top 10 but it's definitely getting a mention towards the end of the year it's one of my favorite horrors slash thrillers and slash comedy if that's not a perfect jambalaya of a movie right there I don't know what else to tell you but I would highly yeah. recommend this go watch it because we're about to get into spoilers all I right so can't... let's talk a little bit Believe... about the spoilers for bodies 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 go ahead that she didn't actually make the zucchini bread. If you pay close attention, Zach, I there know. is a Whole Foods bag in the background <laughs> which showcases that she may not be as honest as she's as we're led to believe in the beginning. Uh, one fact that I really like in the movie, which is that you're always seeing different sides of people depending on how you want to view them. Uh, so there's a bunch of little Easter yeah. eggs that I want to go back and see, especially because of whose house it is and things that are hidden in certain rooms. But getting into the big twist of the movie of wondering who it is, it has been a long time since we've gotten a reveal that actually feels not just refreshing, but worth it. That is actually yeah. saying something that isn't just retreading, I don't know, scream. Uh, it's just a perfect example of what Gen Z is feeling at the moment. And that's what I mean yeah. by saying it doesn't need to reinvent the genre. It just needs to understand who the characters are in this movie. Yes, totally. It's one of those film moments that you you really l want to get from a movie like this, where they show you a piece of information at the end and everything suddenly falls into place. All the puzzle pieces make sense now. And, and it's how you see it, it. It does it in a way that's more than just like, here is the reveal. Here's the person you've been wondering about all along. It's something that, as we were sort of trying to allude to in our review, informs the situation of the characters and their attitudes, their, the, the way in which the, they can all be a little bit self-absorbed, self-obsessed, and they jump to these conclusions about their scenario rather than re fully explore what's going on. They're, they're so obsessed with this idea of indicting somebody else, yep. even if that somebody else is their friend, that they'll do that before they fully get to the truth of the mm -hmm. matter. I always say you don't know somebody unless you're... It's a very Twitter movie. Yeah, unless you guys have stood up till 2 o'clock in the morning. You do not know the other person if you haven't been in this really uh, tense scenario. There's no more tense mm -hmm. scenario than when you think someone's killing bodies around you, right? It also yeah. helps that the editor for this movie was the editor of Green Room. I think another film which knows how to wrap up the tension. Mm -hmm. And in particular, the revelation coming from a phone. The fact that Pete yeah. Davidson was recording the entire thing. From a TikTok. <laughs> you know, like it just, it gets it. It's that, again, pursuit for attention that ends up coming back. To literally slash him. For Pete Davidson to be the killed and the killer has to be the funniest thing. It has to funny. be. Uh, and like you were it's, saying, it's, shoot. It's just like one last joke the movie is pulling on you and all these characters, which is very funny. I, I love when a movie kind of has like a little bit of a fuck you edge in the end, too. Yes, it's telling you like, what, you know he would do this. You well, How yeah. else did you expect it to end? This is something. Why did you think it was one of them? Exactly. It almost throws it back to you, but I love that idea that it's looking at Gen Z with this idea of paranoia, this anxiety that 
makes you question everything around you to the mm-hmm. point that you're pointing fingers and honestly killing each other when there was no threat even there to begin with. Yeah. It's 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 just beautifully put together. I want to catch it again. I want to catch it with an audience. I think there's a lot of laughs yeah. that may hit even better the second time now that you know more about the characters. And like I said, just seeing a set design that adds and informs a lot of the scenario in there. It's really good, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, for you, was it also like you didn't really know what was happening until those final moments, until oh. you're watching that video? Because like, <laughs> I, I thought that final sequence, it's it's really exciting because it does leave you guessing and unsure. Like, why why is the fact that it's not her phone even relevant or important? Mm-hmm. And whose phone could it be? And I don't know. I was I was surprised how surprised I was for at the end of the ending, I guess. That's how you do it. I know she said that they went back and had re-edited something really big towards the end. And right. I'm wondering if it's that because she said that it recontextualized the entire point of the movie and the relationships that they had. But I, it's it's a great ending to it. This is one where even after you know it, going back in for the jokes, I think really uh, something to really look forward to. One of my favorites of the year, dude. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and check out any uh, of these actresses other works because they've done fantastic jobs they're all really great yeah. in terms of comedy uh and, and just in quickness too because uh, this is a movie where they give it a lot i, I will say it's a really great ensemble mm-hmm. i don't want to like I, I feel like it's almost sacrilegious to bring this up but there is a part of me that's almost like is this going to be like a short-term 12 in the sense that they're getting so many exciting young actors at a time right before they all pop off. And we we might be looking back at this cast 10 years from now being like, wow, they were all in one movie together. And not to mention just the the writing and directing too makes me really curious to see whatever they're they're up to next. So yeah, I I mean, I wanted, I felt like I was going to have more negative things to say, but I'm, I was just very pleased and, and, enjoyed it. it it's pretty breezy too it doesn't overstay its welcome 95 it's a right? very fun time at the movies and, and like you said i think it's going to be a very fun time for people to bring some friends out debate after the movie who do you think it was going to be like oh maybe that that person's a little like you i don't know I, <laughs> I, who'd I you side with yeah and then you yeah. end up playing bodies 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 at home Exactly, exactly. All right, so I think that's about all for our first impressions of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. You can catch more from me, Zach Shevich, by following me on Twitter, Instagram, or Letterboxd at ZShevich, Z-S-H-E-V-I-C-H, and check out my YouTube or TikTok channels at Multiplex Show Art. Where can people find more from you? You can find me over at Elmi Explain on Twitter, on YouTube, on Letterboxd, or every week here on the Intercut Podcast. You can listen to every episode of the Intergood Podcast on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcatcher is. I happen to like Overcast. And then make sure you're subscribed, not just to the audio podcast, but to the video feed as well on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash intercutpod, where you can watch our bright, smiling faces as we break down the latest in entertainment. Find new episodes of the Intercut Weekend Must Watch streaming on our YouTube channel every Monday at... 3 or 7 p.m. Please leave us a comment, like the video, and consider heading over to iTunes to give us that much-requested five-star review. Shout-out to our listeners in Argentina for putting us on the TV and film podcast charts out there. Like our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. Support our Patreon. All of them are at Intercut Pod to get updates throughout the week from Art, from me, from all the guests we feature here on Intercut. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, check her texts.
You gotta be able to check your girlfriend's text. I feel like that's that's an important part of a relationship. 